Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. What does he say about you? The works that I do, shall he do also? Somebody said, well, I'm not doing them. Well, are you sure you aren't? Amen. Listen, the works of Jesus, you'll find, fall in two categories. First of all, and by us and examine them when we'll learn how that we're to do them, because if we're going to do the works that he did, we'll have to do them the same way he did. Or else he'd be unjust to ask us to do something, you know, that uh, because he said we were. And you'll find that all of us can operate in, in one category or the other, and some of us may operate in both categories of ministering healing. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We pray you're in good health and enjoying life as God intended for you to do. Today we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Doing the Works of Jesus. We know you're being inspired by the love and compassion of Jesus. Who wouldn't be? He's our perfect example of being a people person. We'll get right into today's message, and afterward I'll tell you about one of this month's offers just for you. Here's Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan. Well, let's look at scripture that we've been looking at in this class the last few days. We'll start again with Matthew, the ninth chapter. Now, notice here in the ninth chapter of Matthew and the 35th verse, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness or every manner of sickness, as most translations reads, and every disease or every manner of disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Now in the gospel according to St. John, I want us to notice the fifth chapter and then we'll read from the 14th chapter. The fifth chapter of the gospel according to St. John. John's gospel chapter 5 verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, or we would say in that condition, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, 
I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. He didn't know who it was. Did you notice that? Wist not who it was that said to him, Take up your bed and walk. Wist not who it was. Now notice, for Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. Afterwards, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest the worst thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. Praise God. Now, in the 14th chapter of John's Gospel and in the uh, 12th verse, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Now then, Jesus, in this verse, is talking about believers. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. Now, do you believe on him? Well, he's talking about you then. What does he say about you? The works that I do, shall he do also? Somebody said, well, I'm not doing them. Well, are you sure you aren't? Amen. Listen. The works of Jesus, you'll find, fall in two categories. First of all, and by us examine them when we'll learn how that we're to do them, because if we're going to do the works that he did, we'll have to do them the same way he did. Or else he'd be unjust to ask us to do something, you know, that, uh, because he said we were. And you'll find that all of us can operate in, in one category or the other, and some of us may operate in both categories of ministering healing. How did Jesus minister healing? Well, first of all, as Acts 10, 38 said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Because he's anointed with the Holy Ghost and power, then the Holy Ghost manifests himself through him. In what we call gifts of the Spirit. Those gifts of the Spirit are listed for us in the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians. And you'll find that those uh, manifestations also of the Spirit, as they're called, that there are nine of them. Nine listed in 1 Corinthians 12. However, up until the 
new covenant, and the new covenant was not in force while Jesus was on the earth. They were still under the old covenant until after Jesus died and rose from the dead and ascended on high and sat down at the right hand of the Father. That seven of these manifestations, or gifts of the Spirit, were manifested throughout the Old Testament and in the four Gospels. That is, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, discern the spirits, the gift of faith, or actually the Greek says special faith, the working of miracles, the gifts of healings and prophecy. Now, after the day of Pentecost, then you'll find that tongues and interpretation came into prominence. And you don't find tongues with interpretation in, in operation or manifestation in the Old Testament or in the ministry of Jesus or in the four Gospels. They are distinctive of this dispensation. But you see, because that Jesus is anointed by the Spirit of God, then you see all of these gifts manifested through him and this in this area of healing, you'll see... Uh, no doubt, special faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings. Now, in this fifth chapter of John's gospel, you see a manifestation of these gifts through the ministry of Jesus. You see, here are five porches full of all kind of sick people and crippled and so on and so forth, blind. They're waiting for the troubling of the water, for an angel came, comes down at a certain season, troubles the water, or we'd say ever so often. The first one in gets healed. Now you see, that is the angel coming down and troubling the water, and the first one in got healed. That is a demonstration of God's power. And you know, if God wanted to do that, he didn't have to ask me whether he could or not, or you or anybody else. You see, God just simply will do some things on his own to demonstrate his power. Now, notice that everybody who got in the water didn't get healed. That's, that, that was a complaint of this man. Oh, somebody else gets in first. Well, he got in evidently, but somebody else got in first. Only the one got healed. Just the one, that's all. Just the one. Well, a lot of folks have said, well, why didn't everybody get healed? I don't understand that. Well, instead of wandering off in ignorance, let's just rejoice with them that got healed. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? So then here comes Jesus. Here are these five porches uh, full of these people. We'd call them sheds, you know, in our thinking today. And notice that uh, here was a certain man which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. Now, evidently, he, because he was there on his bed, but evidently he could get up, he might have, and he must have been slow about it, not good use of his body, because he said, Sir, I have no man when the water's trouble to put me in the pool. See, he needed help then to get in. So while I'm coming, and then maybe there's somebody helped him. I don't know while I'm coming, another step is down before me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, 
all by Kenneth W. Hagan. And How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagan. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We're going to turn the Christmas lights on yes. around here. That yes. is always a big a festivity time here. Absolutely. Very festive time uh, with the lights coming on. Uh, we do it at the uh, 6 o'clock news with uh, Channel 6 uh-huh. and Travis Myers and, and the weather. We do it right at that time, and it is fantastic. November yes. 26th. That's the right. The night before Thanksgiving. Around 6 p.m. Yeah, somewhere in there between 6 to 6.15 in that That's area. Right. You want to make plans to come and be here, see the Christmas lights. They come on on that Wednesday night and they stay on till about 11 o'clock on New Year's night, January the 1st. And we have people coming from Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, all over Oklahoma, Texas. I mean, I see church buses driving through here from all over the country. So it's something that you want to see. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. We'll pick up with this great message then, so join us 